Welcome back to the She Did It podcast. I'm Sydney Nanberg, creator of the She Did It podcast and Sydney Nanberg, the brand where we talk all things self-care and wellness. Today we have another special guest, a mindset coach who is looking to make her mark and inspire those around her. Sarah Grace is the CEO and founder of Sarah Grace Coaching. Her mission is to help female entrepreneurs overcome mindset blocks by reevaluating their path, reconnecting with their inner compass, and rise into the life and business of their dreams. Sarah believes that everyone has a purpose and unique mission in life, and it is up to us to discover and fulfill our unique mandate. Only by doing so can you truly become your best self. Sarah calls Washington, D.C. home, but still holds her Texan roots close to her heart. She is proud of her fur babies, two sweet cats, Soshi and Ladybird. She plays ca- classical guitar, turns to baking cheesecake and bread as a form of self-care, and dreams of traveling to Spain and Greece one day. So today, Sarah and I are going to be talking failure, letting go, and advice on the future. So get ready and let's begin. Welcome to the She Did It podcast. My name is Sydney Nanberg, and my intention is to share real, raw, and vulnerable stories that will inspire you to be your best self in life and in business. From manifestation to mindset and success, I cover it all. So grab your headphones, a journal, or the notes app in your phone and get ready to learn how to live your best life. Welcome, Sarah. I'm so glad to have you here on the She Did It podcast. And your bio speaks for itself, but I really want to dive in deeper. So give us a little bit of background, where you're from, where you grew up, and how you got into mindset coaching. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. It's such an honor, and it's so much fun getting to talk with you and your audience today. I know. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. So a little bit about me. Um, I'm a DC transplant, Texas native. I grew up in Texas and lived all over the country and ended up falling in love with DC. And I've been here just over two years now and don't plan to leave for quite a while. I love DC. Um, yeah, I know. It's <laughs> we talked much, about this. So much to love. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, I've been living here, loving the life and, um, you know, I've worked in a lot of different industries and the last job I had was in a company that's phenomenal. They work with business owners and entrepreneurs and, you know, day in and day out, my job is working with these, you know, C-suite executives who ran their businesses and were just phenomenal women. And, and I fell in love with the startup feel. I fell in love with the whole entrepreneurial world and um, just the whole mindset. And, you know, when I moved back out to DC again, just recently, I determined it's like, you know, like what's going on here? Like what, what do I want to do with my life? What's, what's happening? And, um, next thing you know, doors were opening and I was meeting with a business coach and, you know, she kind of sat down with me and was like, Sarah, you already know how to be a coach. So why don't you just make money doing it? Mm-hmm. And I never thought about that before. Right. But, yeah. But it's like, you know, I already knew how to help people. It's already my passion. And so for me, it was learning the business side of things. And once I jumped into it, I just fell in love. It's been miraculous. It's been like the thing I never knew I wanted to do, but I'm so glad I did it. Isn't that how it always happens? You, it's the, it's yes. always the things we least expect. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. But those are the things that make us the happiest, right? I love that. Yeah, it's so true because you don't expect it. You're not looking for it. And then you realize like, wait a minute. Oh, this is my calling. This is what I'm meant to do. And and. You are the happiest. Absolutely. And you grow the most and you feel the most fulfilled. And, you know, something that's near and dear to my heart is I believe we each have our own 
journey and path in life. So when, totally. Yeah. So if we we're to like reach our fullest potential, we need to figure out what that is and do it. Right. And you know, last time we talked, we were talking about failure and letting go and life advice. So I'd actually like to jump into failure since you're a whole mindset coach, you have so much insight and there's something at, that as humans, we all face and that's failure and it's okay. It's totally normal, but you know, facing failure and accepting failure and working with it is actually a struggle for so many people. So as a mindset coach, what does failure mean to you? And I'll be honest, right? I've been there myself. Right. I think we all have. I've been that person that I fail. I beat myself into the ground and I tear myself apart, but I, you know, but I came to realize it's like, what good is that doing me? Right. Totally. Yeah. it, It doesn't serve us. It just hurts us. And it's, I mean, okay, let me back up. It's understandable that we get let down, that we get disappointed, that we feel hurt, whatever, when we fail. That's understandable. But what we do with it is what matters. Mm-hmm. And so as a business owner, you know, something, if you had asked me at the beginning of my whole journey, I would have been like, I was so devastated when I made a mistake, when I failed. I took it so personally. But now I see failure as learning opportunities and I'm even learning from other people's failures. So I I, I see situations going on with family, with friends, with other business owners, and I step back and think, well, what can I learn from that so I don't make that same mistake? Or how can I take from that lesson and apply it to me so that I don't make that mistake again? But taking it one step further, one of my friends is a business coach, and something she actually told me one day, which I loved, was that each failure we make, we're one step closer to our success. And, and I, I love that. that. Yeah. Her name is uh, Kayla Peterson, and she actually told me that, and it resonated with me, and it's I think it's spot on, and I've kind of adopted that as my own, is it's one step closer to succeeding because we have more experience behind us, more lessons we've gained, more opportunities to grow. Um, I think that's so true. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of people see uh, failure as a negative, and when when you fail at something, you get, it's like you did something wrong. But the the thing that people need to realize is that if becoming successful was so easy, then everyone would know how to do it and you wouldn't have to yeah. learn anything. And the only right. way that you can learn some, from something is to fail. I mean, in, in my opinion, that's how you grow. If something's not working in your business or in life, it, obviously that's a failure right there. And that's how you know you need to make a change. So how should we, when, when a failure happens to us, whether it's in business or it's in life, something, you know, people are devastated about it. How would you suggest they react to it? How, how do you suggest they should look at it? Totally. I think, you know, one of my biggest beliefs in my mindset work is that, you know, a lot of times when we take things poorly, it's because we believe it's a reflection on ourselves. Yes. We believe it's saying that there's something wrong with us that, well, I, I messed up my marketing. I, screwed up this sale. I couldn't close this client. Well, that means I suck at this. It means I'm never going to succeed. It means, you know, X, Y, Z, 500,000 different negative self-talks we tell ourselves. And, you know, when we separate ourselves and separate our ego, our self-worth from the incident, we realize our worth doesn't change, that we are still worthy, that we are still capable of succeeding, that we are still capable of, you know, of being a successful business owner, of being a successful friend, girlfriend, mother, whatever our role is, we can achieve. It's just, we have to learn and we have to grow. And we take those opportunities and say, you know what? This one didn't work out, but another door is going to open. 
and I'm one step closer and I'm better off than I was before. And this next time, maybe I won't get this one, but at least I'm going to try because maybe this time I will get it because I've learned what I needed to. I loved your example last time we spoke about Walt Disney. Do you want to talk about that a little bit about failure? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Walt Disney is actually incredible. He, you know, I, I don't even know what his franchise is worth these days, but it's crazy. I, I know that. And, and everyone around the world knows him yet. I was watching this documentary not too long ago. Documentary was talking about um, Walt Disney's growth through his business. There was a period of time where he failed time after time after time. He would hire on employees to help him, couldn't even pay them. He'd have to shut down his business and then he'd try again, he'd try again and try again. And, and he just kept getting setback after setback after setback. And people kept telling him, you know, why are you doing this? Like, we can't work with you anymore. You're ruining our lives right now. And he just had all this pressure on him, but he knew his vision and he kept trying. And, and my favorite scene in this whole movie and this whole documentary was when it got to the point where he had tried again and again and again and again and again. And then you see him in a movie theater with the room packed and his film is up on the screen and he's sitting there with his girlfriend with this big grin on his face, knowing that his work made it. And can you imagine if Walt Disney, if he had had a setback way back then, and he did, but if he had stopped and never kept going. That's incredible. It's incredible what not giving up and when you continue to pursue your dreams and what you want, what can happen. I think a lot of times when people give up, they just think, oh, it's not for me or, oh, you know, I failed. I got to move on to the next thing. But when you really want something in life or in business, it's important to keep going. I think that that's a really good point. I think Walt Disney is a great example. And, you know, the CEO of Starbucks as well. Yeah. He, how many times did he try to pitch Starbucks to uh, other entrepreneurs and, and, and uh, look what happened or to investors. And, and now Starbucks is worth billions. You know, it's, yeah. it's all about not giving up and continuing to go after what you want in life. And I think that that was such a great example when you and I spoke. Totally. I that that's really important for people to realize. So, you and I also spoke about letting go and it kind of goes along with failure and, and with, you know, mindset, but letting go of things in life that don't serve us a purpose. And I want to know what is, and I think a lot of people want to know what is the most common thing that your clients struggle with when it comes to letting go? Definitely. I think this kind of, I kind of touched on this earlier was, you know, the whole sense of their ego gets inter, intertwined with the work that they do. You know, mm -hmm. I've had clients on both ends of the spectrum, either ones who feel like they will never succeed or ones that do succeed. But interesting enough, when their months and their, you know, their sales don't go as, as expected or they have a month that's harder for them, they beat themselves up because they feel like they're not succeeding enough. And here they are, these established business owners. But what I've learned is from both ends of the spectrum, either seasoned or new business owners, is that people far too often intertwine their sense of self and their ego, their pride with the work that they do, that they lose themselves. They forget mm -hmm. who they are. They forget that I'm a person that's worthy of love, of acceptance, that I can succeed. They forget the roles that really define them and they focus only on how their business defines them. Right. Do you have like an exercise that you recommend to your clients when it comes to letting go? Like something that really helps me is to write. What, what would you recommend to your clients when it comes to letting go of these things that don't serve you a purpose? Absolutely. I think 
I think stepping back and, you know, recognizing the vision that you have for yourself, recognizing why am I doing this? Why am I on this journey? You know, is this situation I'm going through helping me or hindering me on my journey? If it's mm-hmm. helping you, then all means learn from it and go with it. But if it's not helping you and you need to move on from it, then turn away and focus your energy on something else that's going to build you up. I had a CEO who once said of um, Sandra Yancey, she once said that, um, I can't think exactly how she phrased it, basically said, my future doesn't deserve, you know, this negative energy. My future doesn't deserve this hardship I'm going through. So I'm going to let go of these things that don't serve me and focus on things that do because my future deserves that. I love that. And so when we talk about negativity and fear and letting go, what can actually happen to you when you let go of it? What, what, what can the impact be? What can the result of that be? I think you, first off, you feel the pressure taken off of your shoulders, but then you instantly get traction again. You know, you're start focusing again. That's key. That's important to, to point out. Definitely. You start focusing again on where you need to go, how to get there. You see doors opening up to you again. And I think one of the most important things is your actual vibe raises as well. And when you beat yourself up and think about all the negative things you do, you're just going to repel people and push them away because the people you want are the high vibe clients. But if your vibe is lower, you're not going to mesh with them. So by letting go, you raise your vibe up again and you put yourself in a place that you're more able to receive and to accept and to open up to these opportunities around you. I love that. So let's talk a little bit of advice. If you could give your clients and our audience one piece of advice for achieving what they want in life and overcoming obstacles, what would it be? I would say never, ever, ever give up. You're going to have setback after setback after setback, and it's going to happen all through your business, no matter what it's guaranteed. But if you keep your mind focused on that vision and you keep trying, nothing will stop you. Nobody can stop you except yourself. So keep going. I love that. And I think when you're truly passionate about something, no matter what obstacle comes your way, you have to find a solution because if you just kind of let that one obstacle stop you, then you're not going to get to the next level for, and I always say for in life or in business, it's possible to have what you want. And you know, you're a mindset coach, you know, this, it all comes down to your mindset and the way that you look at it. If an obstacle comes your way, or, and, and you say, okay, this is happening. This is a challenge. I need to find a solution. You're going to get there eventually. It might not take you a week. It might not take you a month. It could take you a year. It could take you 10 years. But if you are passionate, people will pick up that energy and it will, it will come across and, and you'll, you'll end up getting there. But the second you stop is the second you give up on what you want. And the second yes. that you're going to allow what you don't want into your life. So true. You know, it's actually interesting. I was, as we were talking, I was like, I actually wrote a blog post on this today. Like, my, oh my God, media really? Post, yeah, about just like our mindset and how important it is to like own up to ourselves regardless of, you know, imperfections and insecurities. And I think, you know, like I was actually reflecting on that today, literally like this. It's interesting just how much we can change even from like a few months to where we are now. You know, oh, it's, it's our true. mindset is like seriously the thing to make us take off. I think it's hard. You know, there's so many people out there that are pushing mindset, 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 and trying to like do all these motivational things. I mean, kind of like what I'm doing, you're doing the mindset coach coaching. And a lot of the things that people tell you are the same. And I was thinking about this earlier too, is that there's a reason for it. So, you know, you could be in a place where you're facing obstacles or you're going through something, but 
but it really, at the end of the day, is simple. It comes down to your mindset, how you choose to look at things. And you can use different tools and resources to help you get through it. But, you know, you, what every, all this advice and it's all the truth. And that's why it's repeated so often. Like your mindset yeah. can dictate your day, your mood, your attitude on life, everything. Absolutely. And it's actually funny because this morning I saw you, I think it was you, I saw your post about like your self-care rituals. Oh, yeah. And it's so, I think, you know, that's something I never was a believer in until just recently is how impactful it is, but it's so impactful. It really, it, you, it, it makes a huge difference. Taking the time to meditate to, you know, if you're religious to pray, to read your scriptures or to journal, to exercise, whatever it is, it seriously changes the whole outlook on your day. You know, if you can't take care of yourself or if you don't feel good, you, how can you expect to have a clear mind to be able to make better decisions for your future. And I'm really big on that. And some of these habits I've recently incorporated into my routine, like meditation, I started um, a couple of months ago. Amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. It's totally helped me. And just the little things like that just helped me to have a clear mind and, and just a better mindset and outlook on life. And, and in, it helps me to just calm down. You know, I, as a business owner, I face a lot of challenging situations and obstacles, but it helps me to handle it and just putting myself first in the morning and I'm up really early so I can do it. Uh, it just, it changes everything for me. It's so true. It's such like an underutilized tool. And I think, you know, I honestly, I think that's okay. I think that's what su su separates like the successful people from the people who just like live in their comfort bubble is the people who are successful are the people who make that time for themselves, get in tune with themselves. And that sets them up to go even further than if they just like did the run of the mill, you know, go to work every day, that kind of a thing, you know, it's like a totally different mindset. Right. And I, you know, a good example, my boyfriend also works from home and he is stressed all the time. He's working all the time. He's been in meetings all day. That's normal, right? You know, we're young, we're working, but he, he goes to sleep working. And the second he wakes up, he grabs his computer and he starts working. And I said to him, I think it was this morning as I was, you know, getting doing my morning routine. I, I was like, why, why don't you start some sort of routine? Because yesterday he came home and he was like, I'm so stressed. I hired a personal masseuse to come in and do massages once a month. And she, she he's, <laughs> wow. he's so funny and high maintenance. He was like, she brings all of the essential oils and everything that I need. And, and, and he's, he's just like very <laughs> big on that. He's very funny. It. Yeah. He's very um into like, spa and zen stuff I was thinking about doing a podcast on that but I was like honestly in addition to that like to avoid stress because stress in business and it's horrible you know just incorporating some of these routines into your life can actually just calm you down and just mm -hmm. help you overall and like your well-being <laughs> totally and and like it's like your energy level is literally higher simply oh, totally. by like Drinking your coffee or your smoothie, going for a walk, meditating, whatever it is, like something about it does that. So, Sarah, thank you so much for being on the yeah. She Did It podcast. You've been so insightful and not and, and thank you not just for taking the time, but for sharing your story and your background and this amazing life advice. And I think your words are so powerful and I wish you nothing you. but endless success. Thank you. And thank you for the opportunity. It was so much fun and it's always a joy to connect with you as well. 
Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of the She Did It podcast. Again, the She Did It podcast is available every Tuesday and Thursday, and you can go and follow Sarah on social media. Her information is in the podcast notes. You can go and visit her website. You can contact her. She's really great and wonderful. And if you have any questions, please let me know and leave the comments on my last photo on Instagram, or feel free to send me an email. Bye everyone. Thank you.